Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike. And yeah, and uh, we're back on a modified schedule. Uh, It's been a (laughs) snow day. Just just like schools, yep. Yeah. Uh, No kindergarten for you today, PM. Yeah. Uh, Just we've both been super busy, so we're not able to commit to podcasts every week. So we have decided to make this a bi-weekly event. Um, I've already talked to Jimmy about this and, and I had to give him a pat on the back and tell him it was going to be all right. But, but he was like happy that we're going to be back in a regular production. So I think <laughs> people will get it. We're old. Damn it. We have stuff to do. Old and get family and winder. Yeah. Winder. Yeah. Winder's happening outside. And sometimes you got to go <laughs> out there and do your driveway. And then yeah. you come in and you're like, ah, my fucking feet are freezing and cold and wet. And uh, I sit down in the recliner, and next thing I know, it's like 4 a.m. I fell asleep. Oops. <laughs> I got to go take the tractor back, but I'm out of diesel. What am I going to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. but I, I don't know either. It. It's just, it I'm felt good, though. I'm out of diesel. Would you leave it running all night? <laughs> maybe it was the size, yeah. Because that sounds Possibly. like that would be a problem no matter when it happened. Possibly, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's a cold. I wanted it to stay warm and, you know, hope the neighbor didn't steal it, you know? <laughs> and go and plow his driveway and then I don't get my 20 bucks and my dad's pissed, you know, that's how things go. <laughs> <laughs> I went down. <laughs> I went down to the bottom of the street to drop my trash cans off and they spilled over in the wind and the dreadled in the bottles went everywhere and I didn't want to pick them up because I was in my underwear and I was hoping I could get out there fast but then the cops saw me and they stopped and they said what are you doing out here in your underwear I said well I'm locked out of my house and also it's more thrilling this way at least of that day you were naked and uh, the neighbors didn't did they did they call the police or did the police just do random uh, un- underwear checks in your in your in, in your neck of the woods uh, he might have called the police but he was busy stroking his nipples and looking out the window well it's, it seemed like a uh, people do that I, I I've seen my my neighbor but she was looked like she was touching her knees because her, her boobs are so long oh <laughs> she's old. She's got the long. She's got she got knee 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 knockers. Knee knockers. Yep, got titty knee titties. Knee titties. Yeah. Knee titties. Uh-huh. I'm knee high to a titty. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I haven't seen you since since you were knee high to your granny's titties. <laughs> And you're like, what's that even mean? It's about foot off the ground, you know. Yeah. Knee high to a titty. It makes more sense than knee high to a grasshopper. Who the fuck is, you know? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> tiny. That's <laughs> really I haven't yeah. seen you since you were scientifically impossibly small. <laughs> I haven't seen you since you were a zygote. And <laughs> since you were a zygote. <laughs> It sounds like some kind of fucking space alien goat. Yeah. <laughs> we are the people of Zygote. <laughs> Zygote. Zygotica. Some yeah. Zygotica. Or, or a really Weird awesome, form. like, science fiction themed um, progressive metal band. Or, like, maybe With some kind of extremely specific erotica. Could be. I mean, you know. I mean, they TV. did make all kinds of porn parroting Star Trek and mm-hmm. uh, and Star Wars and stuff. So, well, I that's like, I, a like staple. I remember seeing some of it, and I was kind of like, eh. Well, parody porn is never there for the enjoyment factor like that. It's there for the the, the satire, like <laughs> to see what they've done, like madness, like madness they've done, like who's fucks who, and like what bizarre complications they get into and like i saw a simpsons one i saw one where a box of creamed wheat had sex with a giant piece of toast i saw some ukrainian smurfs singing 
la, 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 as they gangbang Smurf at. Um, yeah, I've seen some pretty creative that stuff. That wasn't live there. action, though, right? It was live action, that one. Wow. Yeah, they were painted blue. It was pretty impressive. That's, I yeah, it's like Blue Man Group. That's a Blue Man Group show I might want to see. Yeah, they they were, uh, it was inspired. I'll just say it was inspired. I mean, you know, they really committed to it. They had the you know, the suits, you know, the stupid hats and everything. Did their, did their uh, pants have feet? sewn into them and everything um, like the, like the true smurf pants would gosh. i feel like those would be a motherfucker to keep up if you didn't have on suspenders or a belt i think like, they were pantsless i they might I think, have had pants at one point but i don't recall well yeah i'm, I'm gonna sure. assume yeah the pants eventually came up i mean smurfs at least had their tail to hold their pants up yeah but uh, tail. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I'm thinking that like if you tried to emulate, unless you had like a butt plug with a tail, maybe then it would pull your, it would hold your pants up, you know. But you'd have to tear a little tail hole in the butt, butt, like a butt plug hole in yeah. the back of the pants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you would ruin those pants for all other events and purposes. I really feel like those pants might just be ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the things they're going to get on them, including blue paint. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, the yeah. least of which is your uh, is your main concern there. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. As I fluids. recall, they fully committed to the blue paint. Like it was full body blue paint, including genitals. Oh. Yeah. Do you imagine like washing your cooter and fucking just blue paint and <laughs> nut rolling out of it? Uh, <laughs> cooter. Uh, <laughs> I just imagined the frothy mixture of the two, and it made me a little it's like sick. Blue Santorum. Yeah. No. Oh blue, my god. Blue Santorum. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Reddit today, and I guess on the subreddit, I am very badass. On Fridays, you're encouraged to just post stupid shit. It's called Happy Flex Friday. Mm. So this guy or girl, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming it's a guy, but this could be copy paste. Uh, post the following. I'd like to do a dramatic reading of it. I am usually a nice guy. I'm quiet, reserved. People see that and sometimes take that as a sign of weakness and try to push me. It's not that I'm scared of others. It's that I'm scared of myself, about what I'll do to others. But once provoked, I unleash the lion inside of me. With the fury of 10,000 nuclear warheads, I will bludgeon you with blow after blow until you cry for your mother. But mommy isn't coming to help you. She will be weeping for years after what I do to you. And then when you get out of the hospital, I'll be waiting there in the parking lot for you. With my trusty ninja stars and nunchucks, you will get another beating. Good thing you are in the hospital parking lot. You won't have to go far to get medical attention. And then when you are readmitted to the hospital, I'll get a part-time job there serving food. When I get to your room, you won't be getting meatloaf. You'll be getting another whooping, ass whooping from me. So please don't try me. You won't like my bad side. And I just found this so wonderful and, and, and a positive message. <laughs> <laughs> but what's great is like the whole sub like is in on the joke except for like maybe one person who was like this is satire right (laughs) 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 but everyone else is like posting some of the funniest shit that i've ever read like uh one of my favorites was how many times did you have to adjust your fedora while typing this (laughs) (laughs) another one said said um I edged while reading this and and his response was you are right on the edge of pissing me off (laughs) OP just got friend zoned by his own hands my hands aren't the friend zone they are the danger zone (laughs) oh look at that (laughs) I guess that makes his arms the highway to the danger zone uh well, he says he doesn't have to live. He says, I don't have to get onto the highway to get to the danger zone. I live right next door to the danger zone. And this person says, you live in Chicago? Dang, I've got mad respect for you now. He says, I used to live in Chicago, but they made me leave after I gave the entire city a pile driver when I was five years old. <laughs> Whoever That's this, absolutely ludicrous. This person is a genius. 
I have to give out their name. It's Significant Baby 748. <laughs> That's like a brand new account. The only other stuff they're talking about, like others, like I looked at their just to see what else they like posted out recently. And mostly it's just regular stuff. But like this is just like I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fucking fan. This person is amazing. This week on Reddit. This week on Reddit. Uh, this week on Reddit, I was I was in a Pennsylvania mar- medical marijuana um, group, and I was just someone that said something about how much of a pain it is to travel when you have medicinal marijuana because there's so many laws that you can't transport across state lines, you can't get it on an airplane, you can't do this, you can't do that. You gotta like source it when you go to the new location or you suffer if you rely on it as a medication. You gotta stick it way up your butt. Yeah, you gotta put it in your prison wallet, right. So uh, this one person was like, you know, saying, you know, I don't travel as a result of this. And this other person was like, Oh, so you've just given up on travel completely? And I was like, well, yeah, when when the difference is like travel is luxury, medication is literally medication. And, he, mm-hmm. and I said, I can't function without it. And he said, well, my one-year-old can't function without their pacifier. Maybe you should get one of those. And I was like, whoa, okay, dude, you're in a medical marijuana group talking about you're shaming me for using medication and relying on it. So I reported him for that. It got deleted. And then a couple hours later, I got one of those Reddit care resource emails. It's like basically said someone reported you as being suicidal. You know, one of those. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah, I I think I've heard of it before. But so that that was their answer to. Yeah, it was to to basically it's it's an underhanded way of saying, please kill yourself. It's it's a it's a backhanded final backlash kind of response to being to losing. It's something only truly horrifically awful people do. But well, what he didn't realize is that yeah, you can't do that and and in an abusive way without getting your account suspended. And that's exactly what happened. I reported it, and then I checked back, and dude's account was suspended. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they'll try because they're stupid enough. I'm sure they'll try to make another account and harass me with it. And then I'll just report that too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what they don't understand is that I don't actually care. I have no stake in it, but it sure is fun to watch someone eat their own shit when they deserve it. You know, yeah. like the minute when, some, when someone says something like that, immediately any concern I have for their actual opinion goes right out the window. Because if you're going to marginalize someone's, you know, mental illness or physical f- f- illness or whatever it is that they're treating their their themselves with marijuana like because a doctor told them to right yeah you know like like oh then you're not someone whose opinion on anything i'm particularly interested in hearing it's like ah oh, you're just weak you don't need heart medication yeah just you know Eat some chili peppers. I know. Uh, Just eat I, some chili peppers. It's I mean, fine. I shared the story of uh, somebody that uh, lives in close proximity to me that was like, you don't need medication. You're just... You just need to, you know, to get over it. That kind yeah. of shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I'm cured. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My chemical imbalance suddenly went away. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah, you yeah. fucking smacked ass. Oh man, all my generational trauma and my PTSD are cured because <laughs> I snapped out of it. It's amazing. Yes. I'm gonna go on a book selling tour now. I'm gonna credit you with all these wonderful things you've done for me. People will beat a path to your door. Yeah, yeah, and probably through you. Then they will trade. You will need to change your name to Reverend. <laughs> be like reverend father Ooh. reverend father tells a blessing well I, um, <laughs> I gotta tell you I'm not a big fan of valentine's day no I'm not either I'm pretty sure that like most well I don't know uh, realistically most men that have been in relationships for a long time 
are probably like, uh, Valentine's Day, it's a fucking scam holiday. It is a that, scam, absolutely. That, you know, card companies and flower vendors and candy companies are like, you know, getting together so that they can sell stuff. But there is one really positive thing to it, and that's that it's only one day. And everything for Valentine's Day goes like half off the very next day. Uh, yeah, right, right. So right. if you want some candy and cakes and shit like that, now's the time to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like... and not only that, think about it, this year, Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day were like the same day, and Lent started, and so like there's a bunch of uber religious people who can't eat that candy or that cake. So there's even more to be had. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I know because I bought two fucking cakes today. I don't even care. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. I bought six yeah, cakes. Like I bought two cakes. They were six bucks a piece. They were normally fucking, 12 bucks a piece. I'm going to fucking put them both in the fridge. I'm going to put magic <laughs> shell on one. I'm going to stack them together and eat like a fucking sandwich. It's, it's basically one big cake. big cake. That's what happened to uh, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love those big cookies you can get at bakery, at, like giant. Yes. Big. We have those big fucking cookies, and they were yeah. also on sale. And I had to be like, "Bro, you just bought two cakes. You yeah. don't fucking need any big cookies right now, you fat ass. Yeah. Don't do it." <laughs> But there's something to be said about a cookie that you can cut with a pizza cutter. Yeah, yeah, you know? a cookie that you like, you you eat it in slices. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty special. And you throw some ice cream on top of that motherfucker, or maybe mm. some whipped cream. Oh yeah, something like that. Some frosting, maybe a little. Frosting. I had a whole container of like generic whipped cream inside mm -hmm. my fridge, and. Um, Jane thought that it was apparently old and threw the whole fucking container out. I was I was devastated. I was like, that was three hours worth of generic Cool Whip. How am I ever gonna get more? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the one of the downsides to finding really really good stuff at the grocery store, like like I happened to find Hershey's chocolate pudding. Which is mm. kind of hard to find. It's not in every yeah. store, and usually it's almost out. It's and fucking like, amazing. It's too. amazing. It's the best yeah. pudding there is. And I went, I went, and I was like, "All right, all right. Well, they only have three packs left. I'm gonna grab all three. So I grab all three. That shit was gone four days later, and I was amazed it lasted that long. I was like thinking, I was like in my head, I'm like, I'd like a pudding. Probably not gonna be any in there. And sure enough, nope, nothing in there. Gone. At least they took the little cardboard container that the cups were in <laughs> out. They were they were thoughtful enough to do that. Yeah, I have um, like my kids. We've gotten to the point now where they will actually ask me most of the time. Be like, hey, like I'll tell them when I bring something home. Like, hey, I brought blah, blah, blah. You can have some of it. Uh -huh. But don't eat the whole fucking thing. Leave me some, please. Yeah, you know, and then I usually get it, or they might come to me and say, "Hey, I saw you had, you know, half a sandwich in there. Can I have that?" I never say no. Yeah, I'm not a dick or anything. I'm just like, I, I if you don't ask me, I will be a dick. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I'm probably gonna let you eat it anyway. I'm not a, you know, I'm not like one of those people. I can always get more. It's not a yeah. huge deal. But you know, have some respect, man. And yes, <laughs> throw the fucking cardboard away. Yes, thank you. In the Don't car, leave that in shit. the recycling bin, please. Thank it's, you. That's like that's like leaving this much milk at the bottom of the bottle, yeah, or just or like it. a half a spoonful of ice cream in the carton. That's I'm happening like, sometimes. Mm, Not don't the do ice that. cream, but like peanut butter jars are being left, basically all but scraped clean. Yeah, the Nutella jars, and it's like oh, Nutella. So I know that I know that you're trying you're trying to be diplomatic about your use but a half a <laughs> tablespoon is not enough for anybody to do anything with other than feel sad yeah yeah it's well tease yourself with it yeah like it's you know enough, what i mean like it's oh. enough to dip into your mouth like, okay that was good i really wish i had enough to put on some crackers i guess i'll be the one to throw this jar away
Cadbury cream egg is one thing that I can tell you. I don't think I've ever eaten two of them in a row. No. Yeah. In my entire life. You'll because, die. You'll die. Yeah. I, like, I ate one of them and I thought, oh, God, I think I need some insulin. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but something's not right. <laughs> yeah. 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 My stomach hurts. <sighs> Uh, the, is, the it possible, is it possible to explode and implode at the same time? <laughs> that wasn't a real egg, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> that tasted weird. My favorite thing about Easter is that Snickers and... I don't think it's, I don't remember if it's just Snickers. It might be um, one of the other ones. They make Snickers eggs that are like like a flat egg but like it's a snickers that's it's pretty decent size and they taste so different i don't like they're so good hmm. yeah it's weird you know it is weird and i don't know if it's a formula thing or what it is but there is something about when they stamp it into different shapes it tastes different yeah why i don't know uh i i like when i think of these things i think like you got the candy shell, which is a certain thickness on top and bottom. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it, it stopped. It stopped working. <laughs> yeah. And then you got like a certain nougat, and I feel like there's more caramel and peanuts in it or something. I don't know because yeah. it's kind of arched. I don't. It, it's it's just better. But like even something that only has two simple ingredients, like a peanut butter cup. The mm-hmm. Christmas trees are better than the regular peanut butter cups. Yeah. I think it's the volume of peanut butter versus the volume of pe- of chocolate. I happen to think that the Christmas trees are better than the eggs, too. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's like the perfect the amount. The fins. Yeah. Yeah, they, they collect the chocolate, so there's enough chocolate, but like... Oh. Uh, Yes. And speaking of that, they made somebody, I don't know if it, I think it was Reese's, but it might've been another company made like these little soldiers that were peanut butter and chocolate. I don't know, but it was like the perfect mixture of the two that they were just amazing. Hmm. (laughs) You know, for next Christmas, you can remember to look for them, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. You write that down and you're, you know, put, put a, uh, put a reminder for yourself for, I'll put it on my calendar. For fucking, you know, November 20th, start looking for those things. <laughs> I'll put it in my calendar. I'll be like, what the fuck is this? And then I'll just do dismiss it. Like, Chocolate and peanut butter soldiers? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Was that a joke? <laughs> was, it a, was it a dream I had? Was it just something I put? Delete. <laughs> it was it was obviously something that I typed while I was half awake and hungry. You know, half asleep and hungry, whatever. However you want to yeah. put it. No, always, <laughs> always hungry. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. Always hungry, yeah. Yeah. It's, always uh, hungry and never really satisfied with what's in the fridge. Like, I'm always like, like, gee, but if only I had. And, yeah. then I'll, and then I'll settle for peanut butter and jelly, like, every time. Yeah, oh, well, peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and Nutella are, like, two of the things that I can, I can always make myself a sandwich or have. You know, if Shane happens to be out in the kitchen, I'll be like, could you make me a peanut butter Nutella sandwich? I make, and she'll bring it into me, and I'm like, this always satisfies whatever craving I have. Yeah, yeah. So, so I like to, like, get, like, ice cream, and I'll put a dollop of Nutella and a dollop of peanut butter, mm. and I'll just sort of blend it all together. And then you get these little hints of Nutella in the, every bite, and it pretty much works with every sort of... S- Every ice cream, with the exception of fruit ice creams, you know, <laughs> like yeah, you ain't putting it on your sherbet. No, no, <laughs> yeah, like like any kind of Oreo or like mint chocolate chip, anything like that. Yeah, that works fine. But you throw that in some strawberry, plain and, old vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Oh yeah, vanilla's great. Vanilla's but my I, shit, man. I, I I love vanilla, but honestly, like I crave peanut butter chocolate. That peanut butter chocolate. Cup. That was my story. That was your story. No, I remembered it. Oh. We got to stop talking about food anyway, bro. Yeah, I know. It's just getting out of control. It is getting out of control. We, we're 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 in a, like a, a, a tailspin. A food spin. spiral. A food spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads to a shame spiral. <laughs> I'm going to get off of here and go eat an entire <laughs> carton of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> With peanut butter and Nutella. 
even uh. if it's the generic kind. Um, no, that was what I was gonna say. You probably can't really see it now. It's right here. No. It, it's like, yeah, it's near impossible to see. I uh, we we have an auto slicer at work. Oh, auto auto slicer. You know, in other words, a giant fucking blade that has no guards really on it in one area, and you've kind of got to clean it by hand because the fucking thing's bolted to the floor, so you can't like move it and get at it with other stuff. And uh, I was running it, turning the wheel by hand, and and scrubbing it, and got my thumb right on it, fucking right into my finger. Oh, yeah. But thankfully, it was a really clean cut. Don't you hate that when you when someone describes an injury and you feel it like in your lower half of your body, like basically from like your gut down through your legs, you're like, oh. <laughs> it didn't it didn't go in too deep, though, thankfully, but I'm going to have a cool scar like this thumb. I have a scar that runs like right in here. I was working on uh, on a truck that I had and was like zipping a bolt off and a piece of metal came loose and just went right into my thumb. And I was like, fuck, it laid it wide open. Well, this was a similar, I got a problem with my thumbs. Yeah. Fuck you and fuck you, you know. I saw <laughs> this video, I guess it was like this person decided to record. I, I don't know if it was legit or not, but it was basically like this guy and he's going <gasps> and it pulls away and he's got like safety glasses on and there's a busted piece of metal from his like whatever he was cutting mm -hmm. sticking in the, the glass safety glass of his eye like oh, his goggles i would have shit my fucking pants yeah i mean that shit would have gone right into his fucking eye and either blinded him or maybe even killed Probably him killed him yeah yeah i remember one time i was grinding on some metal working on that same truck and didn't realize because i had like uh like uh, like a shield on i looked down and my fucking jacket was on fire <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> fucking smacking my jacket i still have the jacket it's got this giant hole in it where all the material was burned off it's <laughs> a what kind of jacket is it's just it? like a like a mechanic jacket you know uh, okay. just yeah it was just like a like a uh i can't remember what the hell the, the material is it was made out of like uh rayon like cotton like a cotton mechanics jacket, you know. Yeah. Like like uniform pant type material, but yeah, it fucking burned right through that shit. I have. <laughs> like I'm <sitting> there, <laughs> I had yourself, this you rayon shirt. I had like this rayon. rayon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the shit that your grandma had her had pants that were made out of. You know what right. I'm talking about? Right, right, right. But I had like this dress shirt made of rayon, and when I was in the army, I thought it was so nice and smooth and comfortable and everything. Oh yeah, you didn't have to iron that shit. You don't iron it because it's yeah. highly flammable and it melts. <laughs> and that's the bad part. It's like wearing a napalm vest. It's like, it's like, oh, if, if you get in the fire, this Let's shit will- Let's go to the fireworks show. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. If this shit catches on fire, it's melting into your flesh. It's not peeling away. It's, it's like- <laughs> Wasn't Barbara Mandrell in the commercials for Rayon or one of them back in the 80s and like she was talking about it? I, I just have a vivid remembrance of that. Rayon commercial. De proximity. It might not have been oh, Rayon. It might have been like another like Rayon type fabric. But I can very vividly remember Barbara Mandrell. Bamboo? Ra Mar Barbara... Mandrell. And uh, <laughs> Mandrell. Yeah, the did. Mandrel. Remember when I saw the Mandrel in the van? Yeah. <laughs> Visa Fabric commercial with Barbara Mandrell. There you go. Visa Fabric. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to patch this in. Hi, I'm Barbara Mandrell, looking for the Visa tag. Here it is, on clothes made from Visa, America's Freedom Fabric. Made oh, yeah, America's USA Freedom Fabric. Really I can't see any of this. Fabric. I can just hear it. <laughs> Here's a salad oil stain on Visa Here's Mike and looking very, very intently at the screen. Look, and Tom with his mouth half open. Stain. What the fuck happened? Wow, that was so worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck up the second half of the podcast. Yeah, it was worth it to possibly tank the connection here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What do I got to do to make your video come back? 
Turn, see if you can start video. Can you go into the corner and start video? I have literally nothing that's working. Wow. It says Zoom meeting not responding. All right, I'm going to stop the recording, drop out, and try to drop back in. <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, because Fuck. of a fucking fabric commercial. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Technical difficulties once again, my friend. Go figure. Yeah. Over a fabric commercial. <laughs> For Visa. Visa. Not What's just it? the name of a credit card. Also, Barbara Mandrell's favorite carefree fabric. It's her <laughs> best paycheck ever. It, well, I mean, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Well, do you see that my, my hairline looks like it's receding because of the way that the light is shining off my forehead right now? Yeah. That's driving me crazy. Do you see the way that my hairline looks like it's receding because it is? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is off just a tiny little bit right here, but it looks like it's way worse because of the way the, the light is shining off mm -hmm. me there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to start shaving my head. <laughs> I didn't think I don't think uh, Jane would be too fond of that would she I, I don't think I think she would fucking kick me out of the house if I did that because remember remember when we did the uh, 200th episode she freaked the fuck out <laughs> when she saw what I looked like with a bald head and I'm like you used to shave my head years ago what the hell what's the <laughs> difference now um, well th that also is like a straight up Howie Mandel level shiny <laughs> scalp as opposed to just like buzz cut you know like it's a fucking howie mandel level <laughs> of yeah. all the people of all the people you could have uh you could have thought of howie mandel it's this still weirds me out that he's that he's bald it looks like fucking mr clean <laughs> and i'm like hey well, i mean he pulls it off good for him well and like he's so like like it's so weird that the guy who did Bobby's world is now like this, oh it's not like this big like deal like show host and everything like like he's not relying on being a comedian anymore now he's just relying on being a personality you know he's like a Carson Daly type of character <laughs> he's, he's a, a personality, personality. <laughs> he's a personality no he's interesting people like to look at him look at our state our data yeah. I had a I had a laugh because uh, the one guy that I uh, that I work with uh, likes to like he'll just randomly something will come on the radio and he'll be like oh hey didn't you uh, didn't you write some of the lyrics to this song and it's like some old song that I would have had to have been alive before I was born to have been able to do it and uh, today he said something like hey wasn't this one of your greatest hits and it was like a fucking Miami Sound Machine uh, song <laughs> and I went. And I went, yeah, man. I was like, I fucking, I, I wrote this shit. I was like, you know, Gloria Stefan and I were, we were tight. I said, I was writing songs for them when I was a kid. And the one lady that we work with goes, I can't tell if you're bullshitting me or not. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, I would have been like fucking three years old when this song came out. Wow. Like, yeah, I was not <laughs> my grasp of the so English language was tenuous at best at that point. <laughs> I would say that maybe she could be convinced of a very many things with a little effort. I just that just that killed me today. That was like one of the highlights of my day was was hearing that because I was just like that was <laughs> fucking stupid as shit. You're unintentionally gaslighting your coworker into believing that you were part of like a <laughs> band that was around before you were born. Did you ever hear the song Peace Frog from the Doors? Uh I'm sure you have. Probably, yeah. You know, uh, blood in the streets, it's up to my ankles, blood in the streets, it's up to my knees, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Never once mentions peace or a frog. No. I really wish he had because I feel like I feel like Jim Morrison and possibly other members of the band uh, through their um, use of uh, psychedelics and stuff probably met some pretty interesting frogs. I'm sure they have. 
yeah probably talked to them told them yeah. stories i mean he could have written a very interesting song about it. i mean it's a great song nonetheless uh i got like the beat stuck in my head and probably listened to it like 10 times mm-hmm. uh over the course of you know last week yeah so well yeah. speaking on that do you have a song of the week so as a matter of fact um yes i oh, that's creepy as fuck um as a matter of fact yes i uh I, I did have and i have to look here and see uh what exactly it was oh okay <laughs> yeah because because i'm we an idiot re- well because we record we were gonna record last yeah. week and yeah we were gonna record last yeah. week and didn't and i ended up uh not <clears throat> it's in our chat log it's the indian yeah. it's the indian um yes it is uh, from a gentleman that has a YouTube channel, and he actually has a Spotify and probably Apple Music and everything else too. Andre Antunes. It's A N T U N E S, and he like takes and puts music to videos of anything you could possibly imagine, like videos of a woman freaking out in a uh, in a department store. <laughs> like he put music to that, and and a bunch of other stuff. But it was actually these two extremely talented oh yeah um indian ladies uh that uh were kind of like freestyling yeah i guess i don't i don't i mean i know that it's I'd part of the culture know. it's yeah. fucking amazing to listen to because the tempo and and the pitch and everything is like perfect they just fucking goes you know like them by themselves without the guitar even right no it's amazing yeah you have to realize when you're watching this video that the drums and the, the guitar are added later they yeah. have nothing that they're metering against they're and just, they're just fucking yeah belting it out and it's it's just crazy to listen to i love it, it. and this guy happened to uh make a video uh with these two indian ladies doing their singing it's uh titled if system of a down were from india and uh I happened to trip across this and I was like, oh my God, I love this shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to more of it. So yeah. I decided to share that one this week. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. I thought Ta-da. it was, it was really uh, sort of like a unique departure from just regular. And it kind of reinformed my choice because originally yeah. I was just going to go with a regular song. And then I found something and I was like, because yours showed up in, in my queue and I was like, I got to change mine. Because mine seems so pale in comparison, and I found this thing that day, and it is Kyle, Kyle the Understander, I think it is, or is it Kevin the Understander? Now, now, now that I uh, now that I put that away, Ruben the Understander. <laughs> you were so close. Yeah, Ruben the Understander. Yes. Uh, I hate school, and it is pretty much what it sounds like. It's a song about <laughs> someone who hates school. It's a punk song and it's true punk, you know. This but kid is this literally ten years almost old. Almost smaller than his guitar. He is like he's got himself like a Les Paul and the fucking thing is it's as tall as he is. It's adorable. He has got to be like ten years old. Hey, I'm he's I'm like, gonna guess, yeah. He's like, I hate school. I hate my teachers. And it's like, I don't know if he edited his own video or if he had help. If he did, his dad is the dad or mom are, is the coolest that they're helping encourage him in this, even though it's it's a bad sort of precedent for his schooling. Uh, but on the other hand, if he's making fucking bangers like this at the age of 10, I'm going to be paying attention to his career. Hell yeah. Man. And, I'll, and I'll tell you Follow why. Follow that on Spotify. Hell yeah. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, He is on Spotify. And yeah, I'll tell you why yeah, I'll follow, follow him. I follow him for the same reason that I f- currently follow Neil Cigarera. C- uh, he's I thought you were going to say Sedaka there for a second. No. Um, Neil Cigarera is the guy who's responsible for like the old an- uh, uh, Pokey mutation animations like uh, that were around in the early 2000s, like the uh, bizarre flash animations that were done to Pokemon songs. Mm-hmm. They were super popular and 
then he started doing like all these sketches and stuff and now he's got his own band called lemon demon and he's just this really talented multi-instrumentalist a multi-faceted artist kind of a guy who just kind of experiments in every genre and mostly in comedy and and does a great job of it and it's like i knew when i saw his stuff as a kid that it was good but i had no idea how far it would take him and so i predict this kid at 10 years old doing the same kind of ah this is fun and i'm good at it kind of stuff mm -hmm. it's just gonna turn into this punk icon someday or maybe he'll wash up who knows i'd like to believe he'll he'll turn into a punk icon if he isn't already I um I I love when uh when you get to see young people doing like amazing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. With music and everything, it gives you hope for the future. It does. Like when yeah. you get some like twelve-year-old girl and she's drumming along to like Tool or like like Rush or something. Yeah. And she's killing it, you know. Or there's a whole band of kids that are like reenacting a song, and it's like in a it's a complex song that most adults would have trouble with. And they're just slaying it, and then you find Slayer. out, and then you find out that they they were just put together by some producers, and that none of them known each other prior. So it's like, <laughs> it's like they just snap together like Lego pieces. Oh, speaking of Lego, man, I have been watching this show. I wanted to tell you about, uh, you know, how you were always sucking Pluto's dick, Pluto TV. Oh, of course. Well, I need to add to the to the cock sucking lineup. Uh, Tubi. Oh yeah. Tubi is great. Tubi, I'd put Tubi on the level with like that, like Hulu. I would say that Tubi selection. is definitely between selection, interface, and everything is definitely better than Pluto. So much. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. I mean, and there's, I mean, they have every Red Dwarf, all of it, which I have been enjoying uh, for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> And uh, they have a show called Lego Masters. Yeah. Which I am thoroughly enjoying. Actually, we found it on on, on Hulu, so. You ever they, seen the Hot Wheels one too that they that's that's made? They do like a thing with Hot Wheels where no. people like soup up a car and uh, like do all this crazy work with them for a chance to have that made into a Hot Wheels. Really? It's pretty cool, yeah. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. But that's really interesting you should mention that because I went to a party a little while ago and uh, the, the the parents, they had a babysitter and the babysitter's boyfriend didn't have anything to do that night. So he came out to the party too and just sort of hung around and mostly hung out with the babysitter. But he was upstairs for a little while. And he, he was showing me all these pictures on his phone of Hot Wheels cars that he'd modded. And I mean, like, this guy might have had some social issues and was a little hard to talk to and he kind of glued to you and wouldn't go away, you know, mm -hmm. and, and all that. So he didn't have all the social cues there, but he sure was damn good at what he did. <laughs> and like the pictures he showed me, I mean, they looked like I was like amazed because I was like, this is such a tiny little thing. It's like literally four and a half inches long at the longest for one of these matchbox cars so you're thinking four and a half by an inch by an inch on average right that is a tiny little thing and he's putting like details on the inside he's painting the the individual parts of the dashboard did he do like, like the perspective pictures where it makes it look like a real vehicle sitting somewhere then too no he didn't i don't think he had the photography skills to to really pull that off that's crazy but, when people do that shit too where they do the long lens yeah and like yeah. They, they set it somewhere and it looks like a real car or yeah what, i mean even with other stuff even with model houses and shit like that they'll do it and you're like oh my god that's amazing and then they show it and they're like oh look it's only this big yeah well there's <laughs> also look, it's only this big. there's also a thing they can do that's sort of the opposite where it's like it's called like tilt shift photography or something like that where it like screws with the uh, the the range or it, it's something about the lens screws with the 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 focal range in such a way that it looks like a real object is a toy like, like a can, forced perspective kind of a thing yeah it's something like yeah. a forced perspective but it has something to do with the lensing 
I know what you're talking about because I I'm familiar with that too. I think I actually uh, maybe on Reddit I've seen that a few times, like because there's groups for that stuff. Yeah, like they'll take Obviously. a photo yeah. of like an amusement park from from the air, mm-hmm. but the way the photo is taken is such that it looks like it's a toy, like a model that someone put together, which is a testament to how cool model building has become. Like the shit that people can do, which is why I was thinking about the Lego thing. Is like I love that shit that they're just like making these incredible, incredible designs. And they're on their feet for like 14 hours or 15 hours for this competition, which is, uh, I'm sure they break for lunch and have like bathroom yeah. breaks and all that. And they're like, they stop the clock for an hour here and there. But still, I mean, and for all I know, they might be coming back after a multiple hour break or something just to rejuvenate because you can't really expect someone to be on their hour. But the reason that that it, I was like struck by 14 hours is because the, in the one they spent 14 hours building these city blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And for this big mega city, they were going to snap together. And the one guy had this tower that was like, I want to say like eight feet tall and they were moving it and it snapped in half and collapsed. And everyone's like, oh. And it was by far the coolest design. Like I, he was my favorite designer. And then they were like, he, he managed to save some of it. He brings it over and the guy like actually left the stage and started crying. And then he was coaxed back out on stage. And then they said, you have another four hours to do this with it. And it was like, now that you have your, your buildings now add an element of disaster to them. And he was like, dude, it's perfect. I can rebuild and I can make it explode. And, and, you know, and like, I can totally save this. So he was basically granted four hours of freedom to save his, his build. And, nice. uh, yeah, it, it's a, if you like Lego, if you like building, I, I think that this is probably a show you guys should check out. It's on Tubi, so it's free. And while free. you're at it, check out Red Dwarf because that's important. That's important landmark television there. Absolutely. Yeah, if you have any interest whatsoever in, in British comedy, <laughs> in comedy, in sci-fi, in sci-fi comedy, any of that. I above. mean, you like space-themed television? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's it's. I remember. I think I sent you those like special videos that were associated with the Red Dwarf series, mm-hmm. like the one with Picard or um um not Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I couldn't remember his fucking name either. Sir Patrick Stewart is talking about how he was watching Red Dwarf one night late at night on his on TV and he was like he picks up his phone, he's about to call his lawyer, and then something happened to make him laugh, and he sort of put the phone back down and, <laughs> and then he started watching a little more and then he was laughing some more and he was like, I wanna watch another episode of this. And then he ended up becoming like a huge fan. It is an amazing show. It is. It's fantastic. And uh, uh, I, I think I think it's probably not well enough known in the United States for for whatever reason. I, mean, um, I would say it is, you know, in certain pockets so, and groups. Well, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, how many it, how many people uh, really know about Are You Being Served and shit like that too? It's right. like amazing British, British television, you know. Yeah, British Empire. Um, I think Will Are You Being Served is probably better known. Black Adder. Black because Adder. of Rowan Atkinson, obviously. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, what other good ones? Um, Black Adders, well, anything with like you, Lori, in it that's not from America is so surreal if you know him from the, the show House. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, there's only like a couple of actors, like British actors, that can really nail an American accent. And you, Lori, is so good that I was fucking shocked the first time yeah. I heard him speak. Yeah, with with his real. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of House, uh, and never didn't really watch it that much. But saw enough times that I flipped through the channels that I was like, oh, 
yeah, that guy's American. Yeah, you didn't even think about it. <laughs> and then and then I see him on something, and I was like, uh, might have been Black Adder. And I'm like, get the fuck, that guy's got a really good British accent when he mm-hmm. when he wants to. <laughs> yeah, no fool, that's the way he talks all the time because that's where he's from. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I you stupid quite, shit. I was quite surprised by that. There's a um, guy uh, with the YouTube channel. It's a crawl. Uh, is it? called across the pond or something where he does uh a lot of comparisons between uh britain and the united states and he's been working on his uh accent and he does like a southern accent like amazingly well <laughs> to the extent that you're like i don't know that sounds like i don't think that's him that can't be him <laughs> you know he's good it is a little surreal when someone just blows away an American accent that you're not used to them speaking mm-hmm. an American accent to. But, like, you know, then you've got people who are like, Hello, I am an American. I would like a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty convincing. <laughs> You know who does amazing impressions, and I, I didn't really realize um, until yesterday, probably Jay Moore. Jay Moore does some pretty impressive. He impressions, does some yeah. pretty fucking amazing impressions. He does a, an amazing uh, Christopher Walken too. Yeah, his Walken is very good. Well, he was actually in a movie with Christopher Walken, uh, interestingly enough, called hmm. uh, Suicide Kings. Hmm. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. He's, I'm pretty sure he's in it. Hold on. Yeah, don't try to share anything with me, all right? I will not. <laughs> it brought Kings. down the fucking podcast to its knees twice within an hour. Yeah, it's from 97. It's got Jay Moore, Dennis Leary, Christopher Walken, Henry Thomas, Jeremy Sisto, Sean Patrick Flannery, and Johnny Galecki. Hmm. And uh, it's basically about like, these guys like these sort of like rich kid trust fundy type kids get together and decide to kidnap a mob boss christopher walken and cut off his finger and then try to ransom him off for money or something why do i feel like i've seen that um but he's a severe alcoholic so his blood's not clotting so as he's wearing not having the finger he's starting to become more and more unstable and he's starting to get the shakes from needing a drink and they're trying to decide well what the hell we can't just take him to a hospital like then we'll go to jail and all this stuff it's a it's a and and so the whole time though he's like manipulating them and masterminding them (laughs) and there's this great scene where you know uh, uh um dennis leary his character who's like the mob guy's like right hand man is looking for his boss, can't find him. So he's driving around town with this other guy, and he's like talking about his shoes. He's like, yeah, the only thing I can even care about anymore is my fucking boots. It's like, yeah, what kind of boots are they? It's like, stingray. It's like, fish boots? And he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking stingray. Fish boots. You paid $4,000 for fish boots? You fucking shit. Shut the fuck up. They're not fish boots, they're stingray. It says something about me. And then this guy is like wiping his windshield and he's like, he gets out of the car. He's like, give me that fucking busket. He's like, oh, you got a, or you got a Benz. All I got is a busket. He's like, give me the fucking busket. Give me the fucking rag. Get the fuck out of here. What's a busket? It's a bat, a, bu- a bucket. But oh. it's the way the guy, <laughs> it's the way the guy, the way the guy describes it or, or, or pronounce it as busket. He's like, give me a fucking busket. Feel like how I shake my tits in front of the screen there. Yeah, trying to nice. get my trying to get my shirt to go down. Yeah, in the it back. Was, huh. It was sexy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the uh, Patrick Stewart. The <laughs> <laughs> mega store number one. If you were asked to steal a 200-foot radio tower and transmitter without anyone finding out, how would you, how would you go about doing that? <laughs> oh, boy. 
it's already erected somewhere, I assume, correct? Uh, yeah, it's been built. And, and fully functional. Fully functional. In fact, actively broadcasting AM radio. Hmm. I don't have to take it anywhere. No, you have to remove it entirely from the I station. have to remove it entirely and then yeah, um without geez. getting caught. Without getting caught. Mm, I think first I'm going to because this is just as likely, I'm either going to employ David Copperfield to help me make it disappear and reappear somewhere else. <laughs> or I'm going to um um somehow um appropriate a fleet of army helicopters to help me to <laughs> get it to go up in the air and i mean because all this is just as likely right i mean I, mm -hmm. <laughs> well it's more likely than you think because this is a cnn article thieves take off with 200 foot radio tower and transmitter in alabama knocking a local am station off the air Small town radio manager in a big surprise when he learned the station's 200-foot radio tower and transmitter in Jasper, Alabama was missing. Brett Elmore, the general manager of WJLX, said his landscaper had been doing a cleanup of the property Friday when the crew discovered the tower was gone. Every piece of equipment had also been stolen and the wires to the tower had been cut at the site, said Elmore in a Facebook post. I have heard of thieves in this area stealing anything, but this takes the cake, he said. The Jasper police is investigating the theft. Stat, the theft. Jasper Police Public Information Officer Rachel Kerr told CNN. Uh, Elmore told CNN that he's still shocked the tower, which had been in place since the 1950s, was no longer standing. Uh, this is a federal offense when you tamper with a broadcast facility. It will take some, it will carry some serious prison time if we catch who did this. I will be satisfied when that happened, but I'll tell you one thing you're not going to keep me down. Since the theft knocked the AM station off the air, WJLX petitioned the FCC to give it a waiver to continue broadcast on the FM station, which was still on the air. But on Thursday, the agency denied the request, saying FM translators are prohibited from operating when an AM primary station is off the air. I don't know what that means. How I guess bad do you have to be at your job as a station manager, etc., to not notice? Right, like immediately. That your channel is no longer on the air. And like, oh, well, the landscapers were cleaning up around the place and then we were shocked to find that it wasn't there. Yeah. Like we didn't we didn't notice that the two hundred foot fucking tower wasn't visible from other places. Right, right. And nobody nobody in the surrounding I mean uh, granted, we don't have any idea how rural this area is. Uh, you know, perhaps they just unbolted it one piece at a time and took it out. I don't know. Like, like Johnny Cash built his uh, hot rod uh, Psycho Billy Cadillac in the song, one piece at a time. But uh, that's fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. Can like, you imagine wow, trying a big to fucking tower and then trying to sell it? Like, unload <laughs> it. just take it to the scrapyard. They're like, well, these guys came into the scrapyard, you know, and had like 200 foot tower, and I didn't think anything of it, so I just went ahead and took it. <laughs> <laughs> here i didn't think to call the police yeah it, i thought it was just this guy's he said he was a radio enthusiast i just thought he had it in yeah. his yard An fcc <laughs> label part fcc 1599 see now fcc was that 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 that's got to be fun that's my that's Coalition. my initials yeah FCC. my initial is frank, is carlson. frank c carlson yeah that's, that's me right. <laughs> I see you got yourself some AM call sign here too. Yep, that's my station. Yep. It's wow. off the air right now though because I took it down. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Your landscapers found it. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, that's that's my station. I run it. But I, uh, I would love to know no how idea. long. Like how long it was down. Like how long did it take him to take this thing down? And how long yeah. it was down before they actually noticed? Because, like, you'd think a 200-foot tower, like, that's got a light on the top of it that's flashing for airplane. Usually there's fencing around it that's just yeah. bolted and, like, down into or, or possibly because of the age of it, it might even have had part of the tower in the concrete. Right. So it was anchored down that way, which means they would have had to have cut through it. So either knocked it over or took it apart 
starting at the top and working your way working down their way down and like chunking it off in segments right and i can't imagine the group that did it had to have been that big because you wouldn't have like okay we got 40 guys to take this tower down we'll each get away with 36 cents yeah once we once we scrap it right right no this you is know. like a, a, a maybe three four people like that's crazy yeah unreal Unreal. I I I need to know more about this. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to look into this and follow up maybe at, at a later date. Maybe more details will well, the last, surface. The last update here is from February eighth. So I'm gonna look this up. Alabama radio tower. Stolen. Of course, it was in Alabama, too. Skeptics question disappearance of Alabama radio tower. I'm getting TV channels from Australia. We'll never know for sure. That's the thing. It just feels so weird. I, I want it to be true. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, besides the guy who owns the fucking town. <laughs> but that would get him attention for his radio station when he gets the tower back. After he unburries it from his backyard and puts it back up in the middle of the night, like yeah. it's a miracle. And, and then he's, you know, he continues playing Christian contemporary. Yeah, which nobody listens to. No, uh, yeah, I don't think it. Maybe some people do, but I don't know anyone who listens to that. It's all Creed. God is watching us. Did you ever, did you ever listen to like distance. Christian metal or anything like that? Yeah, a little bit. There's a it's band called Norman. Pretty funny. It is. I'm a I'm a fan of the band Norma Jean. They're they're Christian, um, and that you don't really pick up in it, their lyrics. They're pretty pretty heavy hitting, but if you actually read their lyrics, it's kind of like, oh okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not all metal music is for the devil. Some of it's for God. I personally think the devil's into new wave. Yeah, yeah. I think the devil probably wears Prada. Well, I mean, you know, and listens to like, like Euro pop. How about some dubstep? And, uh, he could be into dubstep. I just think that he's like, if I picture the devil, I think him kind of dressed a little bit like Saul Williams like he's got like a purple crushed velvet like top coat and no shirt on underneath and like his hair is like perfect and he's like got like a long thin cigarette and he's uh, bopping his head to like she wants revenge or like fucking something like that you know mm. something sort of Euro poppy I think the artist Coop um did the the perfect uh embodiment of the devil for me if you ever look up his artwork c o o p his his devil is what i imagine the devil would look like oh you mean okay okay like that classic like yeah hair slicked back and usually he has like one of those long cigarettes with the filter on it sticking out of his mouth or something you know kind of looks like mike patton <laughs> well, there's your answer. So the devil looks like Mike Patton. Yep. Cool. That'd be a great song name. Oh, the devil yeah. Looks like this Mike guy Patton. does all the booty, the booty queen yeah. devils yeah. with the big boobs. Gotcha. Big boobs. Big boobs. B-A-W-B-S boobs. Boobs. Rock Mike Patton, rock me the boobs. Boobs. I'm not big on nipple. Next week, for my song of the week, going to be something a little dirty. Okay. I'm just okay. going to give you a clue. All right. That's right. That's right. I'm going. I'm going dirty. Okay. I will. I will eagerly await. But I don't want to know anymore. I would uh, like I'm to not, be surprised. I'm not telling you anymore. So no worries. Uh, no worries. Yeah. <sighs> so, you know, it's been good to be back on here again. To yeah. Have the time to sit here and do this and. Um, as much as I would uh, love to sit here and, and continue this, uh, all that talk about food made me really hungry. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to probably go satisfy that, that food craving with a bowl of regular plain Rice Krispies because that's something I really enjoy. Nothing wrong with that. I have some, yeah. cocoa, I have some cocoa Krispies. 
I will fuck up some regular Rice Krispies, man. I love that shit. It's like plain cornflakes. I don't know what it is. Sometimes he just hits the spot. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. Mm. So, in other words, that's going to have to be a story. For... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how this goes. It's how... been so long. Yeah, I forgot my sign off. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I would love to talk about this longer, but I just realized we are out of time. So that will have to be a story for another time. Thank you for listening to the story time with Tom and Mike show on the internet. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the proper spelling of the word boobs. B-E-W-B-S. Thank you and have a good night. That's the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.